It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni joining us right now. Nick, of course, with Elliot and uh, and Joey. How are you doing, Nick? Hey, good. How about you guys? Doing good, man. Good to hear from you, Nick. Uh, thanks for coming on. Um, I wanted to ask you first, uh, obviously this last game was the first game with two new coordinators, and you've talked about the job that you thought they did. I was curious from your perspective. You had a lot of games with, with, with Shane and, uh, and Gannon on the sideline. What was it like for you having two new coordinators? Did you feel like your your roles changed? Did you have more on your plate? Like, what was that experience like for you? I, I thought it was it was status quo. You know, obviously there's there's little differences, um, but the preparation for how we call it, especially thinking about offense, the preparation for how we call it remains the same, right? And so um, th- that doesn't mean things don't change throughout the game, um, but you know the preparation remains the same. So really, I felt like. It was very, it was very, very similar. Um, no, no, nothing that I really even recognized. Like, oh, I need to be on that or that. I thought the guys did a good job, um, you know, um, of calling the game and, and adjusting and all, all the different things that it takes to, to be a coordinator. Nick, a follow up on that. And I, if you've answered this before in the past, when it was Shane, uh, you know, I I just wanted to see if it's the same thing. If you haven't answered, I'm just curious. When it comes, you mentioned after the game, DeAndre Swift. You don't want to have games where he really doesn't touch the ball. Dallas Goddard, same thing. We know Brian calls the plays. You and Brian and the staff put together the plan during the week. During the game, if you notice someone isn't getting the ball, would you go up to or in the ear with Brian and say, let's get him involved? Or is it just the plan is the plan, and then afterwards you kind of evaluate what happened? Of course, no. The plan To say the plan is the plan would be bad coaching, right? Because there's going to be things that you go in and you plan, but the other team's getting paid to, to plan too, right? And so – you know, they there's going to be things that adjustment. Adjusting in football is is one of the biggest things. Is is just as an important piece as as you put the game plan together. So, you know, whether it's an adjustment to the way the defense is playing or whether it's adjustment to to the way the guys are getting the ball. So, you know, that's why I always say like anything, anything that we perceive as an issue or anything like that always runs through me first, and then you know, and then to the coordinator. But I'd say this, you know, the the way that the I, you know, going into that game, like the the New England style defense does a good job of taking away some backs and do, they do a good job of taking away tight ends with the way they with the way they play their defensive ends and then with the way they play their coverage. And so, and I'd like to say this, like we weren't throwing it to any bums on the outside, right? We were throwing it to Devontae Smith and, and A.J. Brown who, who ended up getting all the touches uh, this last game. And so, you know, it's, those, there's going to be ebbs and flows in games like that that happen, um, where the the defense, like again, we're the offense, so we're we're on a, we're on attack. But you know that doesn't mean you're foolish and just take what you know what they're not giving you, right? And that's what's what quarterback play is. That's what that's what um, 
coordinating is, and that's what you know managing the game as a head coach is. Nick, did you notice uh, anything different? You mentioned Belichick and how he will take away certain things. Did you notice anything different from the way you were played this game compared to last year? You know, another year of people studying your offense, your team, your quarterback. Did you notice anything significantly different, or was it just they did a good job in this particular game with their execution think, on their side? Yeah, I think they did a good job on their execution on their side. We made plays, you know, we didn't finish drives, you know, and when we were in a rut, we weren't we weren't winning on first and second down and putting ourselves in third and man, uh, non uh, third and non manageable. Um, but I, I thought it was more about us not finishing drives where we were, you know, we were coming away with field goals instead of points. You know, and I think it's a little too early to say, you know, I know we're going to get everybody's best shot. And I know everyone's been studying us all offseason to whether the, to either to see, hey, what we ran on offense, because we do the same thing. Hey, what, is, what did that successful team do on offense as an offensive coach or a defensive coach? Um, and so, of course, there's going to be new things, the, the way teams play us. And, and what our thought process is, is like, you know, you always want to be thinking if this, then that, right? And what I mean by that, like if the defense uh, is, is trying to stop this play that way, then you got to do this, right? And so um, we, we're prepared for that. I think it's too early to say that this is how everyone's going to play us or this is not. I mean, the Patriots played um, defense the way we thought they were going to play it um, in, in a lot of aspects. Um, and so, again, just credit to them. Um, and then credit to our guys to get it going, um, to get enough, to, to do enough to have, you know, at the end of the day, our, our job is to score more points than they score. And, and we did that at the end of the day. Um, I wanted to touch on something you said after the game. You know, I love preseason. I love training camp. Uh, it's my favorite time of the year. You, you talked about how watching that game, you know, going through it, you mentioned, hey, maybe, maybe you change the strategy up a little bit next year with how the starters play. I was curious, uh, both in the moment, but now after watching tape, like, what did you see that maybe made you feel that way? And you feel that same way after you watch the game? You know, I mean, I, I guess to say, I, you know, you don't, you're always going to, if you don't play up to your standard, right, you're always going to evaluate why you didn't play up to your standard, right? And so it's right at the end of that game, somebody asked me that question, and I thought it was a valid a valid point and that I will, re, I will reconsider. That doesn't, like I said to, to you guys after the game, that doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to do that, but <laughs> You know, you definitely will reconsider um, because you always want to you want to start fast. Now, again, I, I know we you know we won the game, but did we play up to our standard on offense? No, absolutely, we not, absolutely not. Um, and so, you know, that will be a reevaluated. And and you know, I always, you know I, I, when I really think through it, and haven't done it, I, to be honest with you, Ellie, uh, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about that right. this, this week. That's going to be something that's on my notes. Obviously, we have a short week to play tomorrow, so most of my intention's been on hey, let's fix the mistakes from the game. And you know, let's let's get ready for Minnesota. But as as we get into next year, um, you know, I'll think more about that and and what the right decision is uh, in that in that setting. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni joining us. Nick, I think a lot of fans were a little bit surprised before the game that Rashad Penny was an inactive. For you each week when you guys are deciding which backs, whether it be you all four or three of the four, what, what's going into that decision? And for Penny specifically, is there anything he has to do to, to make sure he's part of that? Because, you know, he's a guy people are certainly interested in with the, the numbers he's put up in the past and signing here pretty early in free agency. Yeah, sure. You know, what goes into that is is – 
is okay. Who's the guy that's, that's going to get the majority of carries? And in this game, it was, it was, um, it was Kenny. Now we don't know that always going into the game with the backs. Um, and, but then you see how Boston had two carries and and DeAndre had two carries. So like that's limited for limited. Um, you know, attempts for them. So to have another backup there um, would not have been right there in that game. We said he was our fourth back going into that, that football game. And so he was just the odd man out in that particular one, but he's done a nice job in training camp. We have a lot of faith in him and we're going to need him as the, as the season goes. Um, but it was just, you know, and, and then the special teams goes into play, guys that can contribute on special teams. And that's just the way, you know, you know, I'd love to have every. I'd love, I'd love for the NFL to change the rule and have fifty. You have fifty-three guys on the team. You get fifty-three guys up. But obviously, that's not the, uh, that's not the way it is. And uh, so unfortunately, that's a really hard part for my job. And not, not any harder it is for, you know, when I have to tell them that they're down. Um, I know it's not harder on me than it is on them because they won't, they won't be out there playing in that game. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a crappy part of the, uh, the business and. And unfortunately, we have to make a, deci- a tough decision each week of a handful of guys being down. So I think one absolute positive from the game, and I know fans are really excited about it, was the play of Jalen Carter. A uh, ton of pressure on the quarterback, big play late. I was curious after watching the tape, what did you notice about him, maybe outside of just the hurries, but also you've now had him in your building for a while. So much was made of him off the field prior to the draft and then coming to Philadelphia. Um, I've seen him interact with his teammates. It seems like he- he's enjoying it there. What have you learned about Jalen after watching that film, but also off the field now after being around him for a while? Yeah, I think off the field, I think he's a great teammate that loves football, and that's what you want. That's what you want out of all your guys, mm-hmm. a great teammate that, that loves the game of football and loves being around his, his teammates. And so that, that shows itself every day. And then obviously the play on the field, um, you know, the play on the field was, was outstanding. He had an outstanding game. And, he, you know, but that's one game. Uh, that's one game, and this is a long, long season, right? And so, you know, he, he's just got to keep showing up every day, keep putting in the work that he's putting in. You know, I think other thing you know off the, off the field is he works extremely hard um, at his craft of being a football player. And whether that's in the weight room, whether that's in the, in the meeting room, whether that's on the walk field, walkthrough field, um, and so really excited about him um, because of the, you know, not, not just because of the game he played, uh, but, you know, all the reps accumulated throughout training camp and then the way he is with his teammates and, and who he is. So Jalen has talked about how Fletcher Cox has been really helpful for him, you know, talking during the offseason, making sure he's kind of adjusting to the NFL properly. You talk a lot about the culture of the team and you want those veteran players to do that. What's it? How excited do you get as a coach when you see Jalen talk about a veteran player like that helping him adjust to the NFL? Sure, that's every. That's awesome. That's uh, you know we're we're constantly talking and working at connecting, right? It's, and you can talk about it all you want, um, unless you're unless you're practicing what you preach and working to connect. It doesn't matter. So and, and that just shows you that the proof's in the pudding right there. That you know the connect the, the connection of this team. Uh, is is real and it's a mm-hmm. team. It's a team. Again, the best group of individuals doesn't win win games. The best best teams win games. And so that's just a you know, and that's why Fletch has been voted captain by his by his teammates because he he's excellent at that. You know, I think you know one thing that sometimes I see around this league is you, you see guys like well my job you know I don't wanna, you know my job is to to get myself ready to play. Mm-hmm. Well, your job is to also get yourself ready to play while also being a good teammate. And I just feel like we have unbelievable leaders on this football team. It makes my job, you know, setting the culture as the head coach very easy when you have the leaders that we have on this football team. Um, and and we know, 
you know, some of the special things that we've done in the past couple of years have been about the, the type of team we have, the guys, the, you know, the locker room. And, and, you know, other thing I think you think about is when it, when it is done, when it, your time is done playing football, the things that you miss, yeah, you're going to miss the wins and the plays and all those things, but you're going to miss your teammates more than anything. And I think that our guys understand that and they, and they work like crazy just to, to have those relationships. I mean, cause that's, that's what makes it fun to come in the building every day. And I, and I, so to hear Jalen um, express his feelings about Fletch um, like that means a lot to me. And uh, it means a lot to this football team. Nick, we'll end with this. We know it's a short week and we appreciate your time. What have you learned the last couple of years with these short weekends, Minnesota tomorrow, you played them last year. So that probably helps a little bit with the preparation. You've done this twice. If my memory serves with Tampa two years ago, and then last year in Houston, what have you learned trying to navigate both for the, your guys, like getting their bodies ready, but then you and your staff preparation on a really short week. Yeah. Great question. Um, great question. So, you know, you're always trying to perfect the process, whether it's a normal week, whether it's a Monday night game, whether it's a Sunday night game, whether it's a Thursday night game, you're always, always working your butt off to, to perfect the process and, and reevaluating after it. You know what? Tomorrow, Friday, when Friday comes, we're going to watch that game. We're going to talk about the weekly schedule, and I'm going to ask the captains and the leadership council, what do you think we could have done better? I'm going to ask the coaches, what do you think we could have done better? Anything you liked, anything you didn't like? And we've done that after each year. And so we think, you know, you don't perfect the process unless you know exactly what the process is. So you have a detailed plan of what the process is, and you constantly and you constantly are trying to tweak that and make it better and better and better so you give yourself a better chance to win. Um, and so – you know, things that we, you know, that are different this year than the last uh, two years ago is we, you know, we practiced. We practiced as not just a walkthrough today, which I've been on so many teams that you just, you know, it's walk through and, you know, it's a little bit faster tempo. You know, it's a little bit more like that. And so, you know, there, there's just all everything about the short week, first and foremost, is how we get their players' bodies ready and their minds ready to play on a short week. So that's where it starts. Um, but then again, you know, we want to make sure as coaches that the way we're planning it, the way we're, you know, organizing it is, is the way we need it to be. So again, it's just always about perfecting the process. And that's what we've, we've worked on. And we, I, I take a lot of pride that we do that for every scenario of game that we can play in. And we'll continue to get better at our process, and, and hopefully that re- that equals results. Well, Nick, we uh, we appreciate your time, and we'll be uh, watching, of course. And uh, good luck tomorrow night against the Vikings, and uh, we'll we'll catch up soon. Thank you, Nick. All right, thanks. It was good to be on uh, your guys' show this this afternoon. Yeah, good to talk to you, man. Thanks for coming.